0: Hi, I'm Hunter, and you're listening to the Stranger Than Fan Fiction Podcast. This podcast contains adult themes and language, which means it's super cool and no kids allowed. So if you're a kid, how did you get here? Get out. And now, on to the podcast. <laughs>
1: What do we call this place? Oh, it's uh, got to be—it's got be, to be simple yet elegant. The Hive. The Hive. It's not bad. That's not bad. The Hive on Fifth. The Hive. Okay. okay the hive on putting fifth. a street yeah, name yeah, on it classic. is definitely classy. That you just
2: added another forty dollars per plate. Right? Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> that was, <just> <laughs> was really nice on there. We're going going on to the fifth. Hive.
3: Oh, okay. Hive on Fifth. <gasps> oh. How
1: about how about how about how about
3: Thorax? Ooh. Mm. Okay, okay, what other bug parts are there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Antenna. Quick bug anatomy. Uh, Antenna, what are the eyes called? Abdomen. (laughs) Abdomen. Six legs.
1: The butt.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stranger Than Fan Fiction Podcast, where we celebrate the fans and the fiction by reading fiction from fans. I am the inventor of the land and sea compatible sound equipment Amphibian
1: Taha. Nice. Uh... I just blew out my hungry, hungry hippo. I'm Wes. <laughs> I make boats for a living. I'm Reese. <laughs> and I'm your host,
3: Nick McBackbust. Hunter. Nick McBackbust? Yeah. I like how you didn't
2: finish with a boat right you're just Reese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I make boats.
1: <laughs>
3: I make boats for a living. It has nothing to do with my last name. Oh.
2: Well, for those of you just joining us, welcome uh, to another episode of Stranger Than Fan Fiction. You've joined uh, at the perfect
1: time. We just started the we episode. We just started <laughs> this. <laughs> this. is the
3: perfect time for you to join. You also, couldn't have joined at a better time. if you tuned in <laughs> the last episode, assuming we put that one online, and then you've seen us anywhere on social media, we have one-fourth less hair. Reese is we bald now. Yes. I'm bald now. Well, <laughs> technically,
1: like one third, one like one like like two fifths, or like eight <laughs> eight seventeenths less hair. Because I also got a haircut.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. and it's about to be even lower than that. Because I I soon will be getting yeah, a haircut. Yeah, yeah. Probably this week. I'm just checking your math.
3: Thank you, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. My calculations were ever so slightly off. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> but look, so look at man. look at your head, though. How does it actually, feel? yeah. What yeah. what is?
3: Let, let's talk
2: about the emotional impact of shaving your head. We've all, all touched it. We've all touched
1: it, and yeah, we know yeah. that
2: you want to touch it too. Tell I us the story. I'm can gonna, can, I'm gonna can anybody else
0: fall to sleep t- at night without having Reese's head in his in your hand? Because I can't.
3: Makes it awfully hard for me to sleep. I keep yeah. having yeah. to go from one bed to another. <laughs> I mean, that's. A Do you want to talk <laughs> about it? like what what that? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, was like, it was it was surprisingly. I mean, like cutting the hair itself was not particularly particularly emotional it was funny i did get it on video so um i have that but i i did have one moment where i looked in the mirror and i like died laughing because it was right after she took because we we'd slowly eased it down um we started out pretty dang short and it was like still thinning at the front you could see like the patches and stuff um so i was like let's just fucking take the straight blade to it and so she she took her clippers and took the straight blade to it and that was the first time that i'd seen myself like totally shaved it was like shorter than it is now or, or a little bit longer than it is now um but like i could see my scalp fully and completely and i was like i i died laughing we can put that online somewhere but yeah. um yeah it wasn't i don't know it wasn't emotional to actually shave my head it was more it's been more of like a, an extended journey because <clears throat> i i've been trying to grow my hair back for so fucking long And it just it's not giving me the results that I want. And it was causing me so much stress and annoyance. And it was something that was always on my mind. Like I was always insecure, like about covering up the little bald spot that I had on the back of my head and making making it look like the front of my hair wasn't receding, which it was like pretty significantly. But I got really good at covering it up. But it took a lot of effort to constantly have to cover that up. And after a while, I I was
1: going to say, I can see the bald spot. It's pretty. It's yeah, pretty it's obvious. It's pretty big right now. now. Yeah, right? <laughs> it expanded all the way
0: down. Yeah, dude, I was gonna your, say your beard just kind of stops. You might yeah. want to put some oil on. Yeah, it. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna
1: say yeah. you better get row gaining again, man. Yes. I wonder. Really I wonder now, now that you'd all fell out, that you shaved it, <laughs> that you shaved your head. Mm-hmm. Your
2: your head is just gonna be like, all right, thank God now we don't have to put everything up here.
0: Let's yeah. go to the beard. And <laughs> then beard just. Goes, <laughs> I-, I want you to have like a wizard's beard. Yeah. In three weeks, do you think you can do that for me? Yeah, I can make that happen. Right, How's it feel being an
3: action hero now? Uh, significantly cooler. I, yeah. I every time I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, I look tougher. <laughs> <laughs> Have I, you tried to beat anybody up yet? I've tried a couple times. It didn't yeah, work maybe. out, but it didn't. <laughs> so just to dispel the rumors, no, shaving your head doesn't make you tougher. Um, but what? yeah, you... what are
1: well, let's 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 debunk. Or prove some myths. Let's myth bust. Being let's bald bust. All right. So bald first bust. myth, you're tougher. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That one's That's busted. busted. That one's busted. busted. Okay. I feel like Jamie
2: heineman will be very displeased. <laughs> I uh I don't really like
3: this yeah.
1: myth bust. Uh, this is not a very particularly fun <laughs> bust test. For me. I don't. Uh, uh, are you more process.
3: aerodynamic now? Uh yes, and you. Let me tell you guys, you'd be shocked to know how much wind is always touching your head. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> you know, when you make it really short, like on the sides and back, because yeah. I know you guys yeah. have all had it pretty short on the sides and back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And you can like feel the breeze a little bit like feeling it. I can feel this on the top of my head. Like it's so weird when I do anything, any movement, I can feel wind blowing across my now aerodynamic skull. So 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 what percent faster are you now? Uh, I mean, I can run at probably least 130. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I've increased my speed by at least 150. Man, yeah. that's awesome. That's so cool. I haven't tested it out yet, but I suspect that will be the case. <laughs> it's crazy. He's he's turning into
0: Saitama. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, uh, have you picked up a penchant and uh, like a genius level of information on how to cook meth, particularly a blue variety? Um,
3: no. Okay. For the legal
0: authorities, another myth. De-
3: no deep, deep wink. Yes, no wink, wink. I have so still investigating the. Yeah, third yeah. Myth. FBI okay, still okay. looking into that
2: one. But uh, can you give us your best, uh, uh, Jesse, as Walter White?
4: Jesse, Ooh, go? pretty, good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, are you gonna open up a restaurant soon? that serves bald themed dishes yeah yeah unseasoned chicken breasts across the board very nice uh,
3: hard nice. boiled nice. eggs yeah hard, hard boiled, boiled eggs, eggs. Yeah. that's good that's good uh, yeah, yeah yeah and that's basically it do you like do you,
0: <laughs> do you like boxing now
3: uh yes yes I do
0: like boxing cool how
3: oh, cool yeah. are you friends with Bruce Willis me and Bruce Willis go way back oh wow <laughs> <laughs> Ever Ever two since days way back, back shave to
2: Miami. Miami. <laughs> dude okay. well it's it's Dude, inter- it's it's like uh it's shared memories so like
0: all uh, all bald
3: people okay. are connected
1: yeah so
0: I
3: uh, little <laughs> did you know I've entered a hive mind with every other bald person in existence wow. so, let me tell so you it's crazy are you
0: telling me that hair is essentially just like a neuro blocker for the hive mind yeah you know how like so you know in anime
3: uh so like Rock Lee's w- training weights yeah you know. He takes those off Yeah It's like that With
1: with hair Oh Can I talk to Vin Diesel Yeah yeah What do you need to know Hi Vin I'm a big fan Who the hell are you Uh, My name's Wes I'm friends with Reese I don't want to talk to people Reese He's your new bald friend I'm sorry Vin Oh man Can you just please Answer this one question Hey All right. yeah What do you want Oh I didn't really Have a question I just want to say That you're really awesome And uh, I I can't wait For the next Fast and Furious movie
0: Thank you That means a lot Oh my, God. Vin, Vin, oh my I, God. I, I have a question. What? Sorry, um, it's a two-parter. Is that all right? Make it quick. Okay, cool. So if I shave my head, will you like me? And two, uh, do you want to play in d and D campaign? It doesn't make us automatically like you. And yes. Great. That's it. Thanks, oh,
4: cool. Vin. Oh hell yeah, dude! God. F- Jesus God. Jesus God. God. All right. Well, that
3: was a that was cool. That was um, I can't uh, wait. I can't wait for you guys to meet the rest of the ball team. Yeah, yeah. Back here. The Rock. And, yeah, he's in there. Uh, Sometimes he wasn't in the '80s, but now he is. And all bald eagles. Mm-hmm. Every every bald eagle is in here. Are they as proud as we're led to believe? <laughs> wow. wow! Very proud. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's
2: awesome.
3: So you had something you wanted to talk about? Uh, yeah, this will just be a time. quick cue because we yeah we <laughs> we talked about being bald for a little bit longer <laughs> than I expected. Um, uh, uh, our our writing prompt is about games, and our um some of our fan fictions are about angry people um so my thought is uh <laughs> the thing that i wanted to bring up is there is there any point in time like any specific moment in your memory when you were playing a game whether it was like a, a like sports like physical game or like a video game or even like a board game or something that made you want to fucking just like rage quit flip the table break shit oh
1: all the time yeah mm. is it's... there
3: one that stands out in your mind that it was like this
1: happened and i wanted to like break a window. I mean, yeah, whenever I played the Naruto fighting game, fighting games are Naruto uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Ninja, Ninja Storm, Storm mm-hmm. I think three was the one I raged at the most because mm-hmm. I would play Might Guy, the best Naruto character. Yes. And, Dynamic entry. And he wasn't good, really, but I was committed to playing my my husbando. Yeah. And there was a guy that was playing the masked man Who we didn't know at that point, the guy who attacked the. Oh, Toby! Yeah, Mm. the spoilers. If you haven't seen Naruto, Uh, and he had this stupid move where he would like dash and leave a bunch of paper bombs, (laughs) and you couldn't hit him while he was doing it, and he kept doing that, and I tried to, and I couldn't ever beat him. It made Mm. me so mad. I threw the controller, but against the couch, so it didn't Uh, hurt. Yeah, Yeah. it was uh, Sonic Racers. Sonic yeah. race Sonic R Sonic. or Sonic, Sonic race like where he's
0: in a car or where he's just running. It it's it's the one where there's cars and okay. uh uh no, it's the hoverboards. Okay, so that's not Sonic. It's R, not though. Sonic race. It's not Sonic R. It's I think it was called Sonic Racers where they they had hoverboards. That was the whole thing that uh-huh. Sonic and the gang were going down these paths and there was I don't know. The, the, it did, it didn't matter. Uh-huh. There was a mechanic that I didn't understand that allowed you in most uh, tracks, most races you would land on this thing and have to rotate your controller oh, your controllers yeah. and it would wind up and shoot you far and i didn't understand that because it was never covered in a tutorial and the visual prompt was very confusing it just showed like something spinning but it wasn't clear enough to be like yeah that's your controller so trying to beat the story mode in that game was fucking impossible and as a 12 year old mm. i lost this race for like the nth time and i stood up took my game controller and smacked it into the ground as hard as I could froze and was like what have I done what have I done <laughs> and, and I went I have to stop playing this game it's making me too angry I went t- to sleep that night my mom yeah, the next day was a weekend my mom came up to me and was like hey hunter how are you doing oh, no. <laughs> and I went, I- I'm okay mom what's up she's like nothing um I have to ask you a question, okay? And I went, <laughs> all right, and immediately I start to sweat under my pits and on on the my lip brow, lips and brow. And um, mom said, "Have you been saying the f word at school lately?" And I went, "No." I was twelve at this time, uh-huh. nowhere near cussing. Uh-huh. Start tears start to well God, up, and our I'm, like, were so different. <laughs> I'm like, "What have I done? What have I done?" And she goes, "Well, I came in here to check on you this morning because you were sleeping in, and you said." In your sleep. <laughs> fuck it. Just fuck it. <laughs> and I think it was because I was dreaming about the Sonic Racers game, cussing about it. And I was like, Your dreams betray like, you, Hunter. I was like, Mom, I'm so sorry. I I, I didn't say anything. I, I, I don't I don't say that word. I was so mortified that I had cussed. In my sleep, subconsciously, subconsciously because this in game your... made me rage that much. That's amazing <laughs> that you cussed in your
3: sleep before you cussed in real life. Yep, wow. yep,
0: that's what happened. And my mom, I got scolded for it. It was fucking hilarious. Did she get grounded? No, no, she was like, "Okay, I understand. Just whatever's pushing you to that. Let's just, just you know." <laughs> I do I'm, I'm going to need let's, you let's to stop cursing in your down, sleep. Okay? No, lock, lock it the fuck down. Honestly, <laughs> the rest of the conversation is just like white haze because. My adrenaline and everything spiked in that moment because yep. I was like, I'm about to get my ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Which my mom never right. she spanked me once. You all know that story. It's hilarious. We both were crying. Yeah, we were <laughs> yeah. both crying. Uh so it like I, I had nothing to fear, but I was just so so ashamed that mm-hmm. I had the crossed. Nothing the to fear but Sonic Racing. Yeah, Sonic Racing. That's the one that did it. I, remember... I almost broke a GameCube controller. And those things are bricks. They yeah. do not
3: break ever. I had a I had a similar the game for me was Need for Speed Underground. Oh, um, I love Need for Speed Underground. Yeah, there was one.
1: That's level. when I played "To the Windows to the Wall" on yeah. repeat in the menu, yeah. and I just listened to that. And you're like my oh. little my little like ten year old white ass yeah. listening to that like, song. And I'm like,
4: this song's so cool. This is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> but the cars were dope. I loved I loved like the the way the cars looked and the way that the game felt. And it was such a fun game. But there was one map in like the campaign of the game that I couldn't fucking win I was really good at the drag races and I was good at drifting but there was this one just like normal race that I for the life of me could not beat and I got so close so many times but if I messed up like once they would pass me up every car would pass me up and I'd come in like second or third or fourth and I was like and I had to I mean I had to have been grinding that level for like a month I literally just kept trying to beat it until I eventually just quit and I never beat it I literally yeah. just gave up. It's time for the reckoning, Reese. I know. I need to go back to Need for Speed Underground, and then I'll play that level <laughs> and be like, "Wow, I just sucked. I was a kid." Yeah. Or you out. still won't be able to. Yeah. Be it. Or I still like, won't be able to.
0: Be Reese is like, "Oh yeah, you know this is fine." Gets up and like punches yeah. the TVs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, you go to a, a deep reservoir of just like, "Oh my god, where's this
3: anger oh, yeah. been?" You guys know how it much was, I it... love
1: giving up and losing at video games. <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna say, you're you're. <laughs> your limiters went with your hair mm. yeah now that you have no hair now my rage is your hungry. rage is left <laughs> i imagine
3: unquenched. like quenched, like steam coming off of your yeah. head like titan steam it is it is odd i can feel like i can every now and then i can feel like moisture up here
0: i, I <laughs> can't wait for you to walk in the so rain weird. the first time yeah, yeah me too pa- like that seth wallen was he was like yeah, yeah. it's it's a beautiful experience
3: i also want to like plunge it into snow mm. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so
1: fucking cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
3: just see. I mean, I have like showered, so like I felt water on the top of my head. So oh, not. well then, never
0: mind. You've had the sensation. Yeah, yeah, it's
3: cool though, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty fun. It was weird, it, like all the habits that I've built up from like pulling my hair back or whatever. Dude, you
0: don't have to shampoo or condition your. Skull yeah, I, I, all
3: my conditioner is gone. I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna keep this close shaven mm-hmm. and just keep it. Like I have to wash it still. You gonna get a razor like yeah i got a little a scalp shaver like there's, uh, a, there's a, a like a skull shaver that they call it and it's i want to get one of those yeah, you for just the,
1: shave like, away sides. the top of your scalp yeah. until you can <laughs> see your skull <laughs> ah!
0: i, I want to get those for the sides because it, it i feel foolish having to be like i have to go get a haircut for something that's literally just taking off this yeah. hair like if you bun this up you can clearly see the lines yeah. you know whatever yeah
2: um uh mine really quick one? was oh yeah yeah tennis Mm. Uh, so oh, this tennis. was this was between my, because uh, I didn't play my senior year, but I played my sophomore and junior year, and between those two, all of the I moved from not being seeded and occasionally seventh seed to number one seed on my team. So the 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 skill level that I jumped to in the matter of a, a school year. Uh, I was playing against people who had gone to, like, state yeah. and shit like that. You know, like, crazy good. And so this was uh, it was a game, I think I remember the team. I, I got destroyed. Was it singles I, or doubles? This was singles. Singles. This was singles. I got my ass... Just repeatedly, not not yeah. <laughs> by by like a bunch of different teams. There were occasionally there were a couple of games where I held my own, mm-hmm. but most of the time I was getting decimated. And there came one day where I was getting so frustrated I would like smack my racket on the ground. That tends to be a mm-hmm. a quirk that a lot of tennis players have. And this was before I had any foresight of patience, because tennis is a game that requires a lot of just staying calm i mean, being... it's such
3: a close scoring game <laughs> which a and lot plus, of tennis players are
1: not good at <laughs> well that's the thing
2: like all like all of those athletic endeavors the moment that you tilt and it's mm-hmm. true with games it's true with life yeah the moment that you tilt you you're so easily able to get taken advantage of and destroyed
0: people. in whatever sport and, or yeah. game that and you're think playing about honing the skill to be like all right I've got him. Yeah. And
3: then you start And it's obvious. You can tell when yeah. people start like getting fixated on certain things. Like you can see it, especially if you're a practiced athlete. Mm. You you can see when a tennis player starts <laughs> making the same mistake over and over again. Yeah. You're like, I'm no. just gonna keep drilling it yep. in that same part of the court until they get so mad. That and just... that's
2: what was happening to me. But fortunately, I was like, I would contain myself. I wouldn't verbalize a lot, but like after the games, after the games, I would like find a corner secluded from everybody else i would just kind of maybe like walk around the courts or something at the side of a building i would like i would make sure there's nothing like valuable in my tennis bag and i would just like lose my shit for just a second i'd be like oh my god (laughs) why is this happening like why did i get suddenly thrust into this high tier level of thing that i was just not
1: ready for Uh like in the slightest Uh It was ugh. that just makes me think that if there are people that abuse <laughs> tilting people in sports I'm it's thinking smart. like the highest echelon of sports play like like let's do tennis like fucking Roger Federer's up in here <laughs> and he's like spiking the ball against some guy and he's like oh I'm sorry did you miss the ball
3: I mean there are
1: Oopsie
3: there are players in like in basketball in particular that I'm thinking of that are really really good because basketball you're up in their face like and same thing with football they're contact sports so you're like you can talk to each other during the game they'll be running plays talking shit to each other in the middle of a play and there is Kobe Bryant was one of the most infamous people for just pissing you off on the court because he would talk so much shit. Yeah. Did you get dunked on? And he, and he was such a oh, frustrating no. player because he was also really good. Uh-huh. So he would like outplay you and then rub it in your fucking face and then you would try to tilt him and he'd be like, nah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and people hated playing against Kobe Bryant because yeah. he would actually... He would drive them up a wall. Same thing. I mean, Michael Jordan did it too. Like, all the most famous players, part of it is the mental game. And being able to talk shit to someone and piss them off is
1: a huge part of it. Now oh, I'm well. thinking about someone's playing against Michael Jordan and they're dunking on Michael Jordan. And they're like,
4: uh-oh, <laughs> should I start calling you Michael Porton? Are you number one? Are you <laughs> Michael Porton, <laughs> Michael Porton?" He's like... Shut up! i not, not Michael Porter. That's not even off my the name. Field. <laughs> I don't even get it. This stupid joke. Toddler, Shut
3: up. toddler minds and NBA players. Yeah. Suddenly, there's <laughs> a mean, crossover. The, sometimes, yes, you don't have to try very hard. Yeah. You don't have to look for long. There are some players that they get ejected for doing the stupidest yeah. shit. Uh, is it time for writing prompt? Uh, I mean. Are we over yeah, we time? Could, I would say I mean we definitely are. Um, but I would say we could we could answer a question. All right. Um for the writing prompt. So, all, right, all right, Yeah,
0: our fictions are a little shorter Yeah, it yeah.
3: Too? So we can we can answer a question for this writing prompt really quick. The writing prompt, uh, for those who don't know, is where we go, we scour the Reddit world of, of reddit.com, and we go to the r slash writing prompt subreddit, and we find a good writing prompt that we want to talk about, and today's is by user wajcha125, one two five. Uh, and the writing prompt is: The finale of international chess tournament takes place. Two grandmasters sit in front of each other in ultimate showdown. The thing is, nobody knows that both of them got here by cheating. First is a mind reader, and second one has the ability to see the future.
1: So my question is, who wins? I feel like neither of them do. I right. feel like it's a, it's a never-ending chess game. It's just a. I feel like literally. Stalemate. I feel like literally, they'd be filming. And nobody would make a move
0: <laughs> They're just it's, always well, they, they well, just are like guy, staring at each other. One guy keeps looking in the field <laughs> here's
3: what's Well, happening. they're on the clock though remember yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the thing. So whoever draws the line whoever gets to go first <laughs> wins or do they lose? Well that's that's well because here's the thing if, if it if it locks into stalemate where it's like I know every play you're going to do and the other person's like, yeah, I know that you know every play I'm going to do. They well, just, I know that you, you know, know that it. I know exactly. Every so, exactly. So then it becomes like running down the clock, and it and then at that point it becomes a game of whoever went last. Yeah. Uh, so it, I guess the next person would have they would have to continually oh. force force each other to. No, play. you know who
3: wins. You know who wins. It's the guy who God. It's God wins. Our Lord and Savior, Lord and Savior always Savior, wins. Always wins. <laughs> um, uh, Why is this even a debate? <laughs> um, you know who wins is the guy who can see into the future Blast because him. he does the Yugi Moto strategy and he says, "I just won't think."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and sw- he's, like, swaps just, out. he's like, "I'm just
1: going to close my eyes and move pieces."
0: Get <laughs> you fucking mad? The mind reader is like,
1: "But what if what if he sees that he's going to lose?" Well then, what he... if the future tells him that he's gonna lose? Well, I don't know. <laughs> is
0: this is this a set future, <laughs> or like, can
1: it change? Yeah, can
0: it change? Is
3: are we going like? Let's assume that he can look forward next. Like he can he can see what's going to happen next. based on actions. Yes. 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 Okay. So yes. this
0: is the um Alice Cullen from Twilight uh, future seeing. Uh-huh, Depending uh-huh. on what they decide they're going to do, then that's what the future <laughs> looks like. All right, it's not a set future.
1: I, I I feel like my my answer is that the person who gets white loses because they're literally just gonna sit there and be yeah. like, Okay, let's see what you're gonna do. And he like <laughs> reads his mind, and he's like, Okay, I see that you're going to move this piece. And then yep. he's like, Cool, so I'll do this. And then it's like and yeah. then changes like, wait, now you're gonna move that piece. Okay, fine, then I'll do and then it yeah. changes again. He's like, shit. And he, like, literally goes through every piece well, and it always is changing what but happens. But if you can see in the future,
3: then the moment their thought process changes, then you can see, then you'll know what they're going to do next. So it's just an infinite, like, yeah, it's just, they're caught in a feedback loop. So, a feedback so loop. Here,
0: here's a good question. Are they actually good at chess? No. no. So they, they have to, they're like, all right, so our powers defeat each other. They have to turn their <laughs> powers off. So we have to just <laughs> actually play. And so the, the moderators are like, we're here at the finals of the International <laughs> Chess Tournament watching a couple of children. All they know is how the pieces move. <laughs> no, <I> was, <laughs> Dude, that's I was all gonna, they know. I was going to say, let's
1: take it a step further. <laughs> let's say they don't know how to play chess at, at all. all. <laughs> oh, and one person's like, Oh shit, I thought this was Connect 4. Yeah. Oh <laughs> they're like, shit.
3: They're like, all right, so my pawn goes forward uh 3 spaces. And they're like, <laughs> like and the, the moderator's like you you can't do, can't that. do that. He's like, like can't do that. Oh. <laughs> okay, this, mind, just...
0: mind reading and predicting the future doesn't affect <laughs> yeah. how you know the <laughs> yeah. game is played. In mind reading, they've always they've only been going off the thoughts of like, man, as long as they but don't But if they both know. no well, don't think, well, think about it. The mind reader up until this point has just been reading thoughts like of people okay, who know how to play as chess. As long as they don't move their knight to there Then I'm good Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck And they're like Okay And the future person's like Okay So that's how I would win Alright fine But then in this actual game They're just like Cause the, so mind, cause
1: the future person's Playing against a person Who doesn't know how to play chess Yeah As well as the person Who's reading minds Yeah exactly So you can't read minds Against the person Who doesn't know how to play chess yeah. Yeah. As well as the So, yeah, exactly. the yeah. play chess. so yeah. they're, they're just like, like, like so, uh, so then the
0: game becomes Them taking a piece Looking at the moderator <laughs> Like, like <laughs> Can I do
2: that And he's like <laughs> is that legal Mm-mm. i will <laughs> like... pose this just as a closing thing <laughs> would would the mind reader if if that's the case if let's say that uh, uh both of their powers cancel each other out would the mind reader have developed in his cheating of getting here mm-hmm. of getting to this point of being grandmaster status in chess have maybe learned more I, again, it's it's all dependent on the person and the I, power.
0: I, I don't know. I feel like somebody with that unique of an ability would not feel the need to I, apply themselves to learn the actual trade. In my opinion. If
3: it's worked flawlessly up until this point, why change it? In my opinion, if, they, if you manage to get to the point where you can beat everyone at chess with nothing but a superpower, you at least have to have the base knowledge of how the pieces move. Yeah. And but that's it. You don't have to know anything about strategy. You don't know how, have to know anything about like specific like move sets that people are like the Queen's Gambit and all that shit. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to know any of that. You, all you have to know is that, like, knights can move in an L shape. Just, and pawns can move forward two the first round and one every time after that. Just, then we're
2: just going to be watching just a normal-ass
4: game of chess. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, no, regular-ass dude. But, but, like, it's, chess. like,
0: so not complicated. So the announcer's like, oh, yeah, starting off with a Sicilian. Exactly. How yeah. will they respond? Oh,
4: no. He just moved. He like, just never...
0: blocked it with a, ooh, a bold, bold <laughs> strategy. We haven't seen this one in years <laughs> since the, the 1964 uh, tournament. I wonder where
4: he's going with this one.
0: Oh, he blocked himself in. 45 Weird. minutes later. Well, they've eliminated almost all the pieces, and what I can only describe as some of the most bold sacrifices that I've seen. They each only have three pawns and a king. (laughs) I Uh, And
1: the pawns
3: are all stuck on each other.
4: (laughs)
1: Yahtzee. What?
4: Oh, he
0: brings out his signature taunt, Yahtzee, instead of saying
4: check. I think we might just be watching two idiots playing (laughs) chess. How did they
1: get this All right, well, I only have one piece. uh, Oh, shit, Uno.
4: Um, he just cried Uno. We're going to turn the TV off because they, we think that might be some <laughs> mistake. Uh, not the
1: can people. I can I can I get a new vowel? <laughs> I'm out of vowels. Can uh, I get a Mulligan?
4: <laughs> It seems that has pulled out a bag of banana grams. I don't <laughs> Not understand sure how this applies he to chess. Took took uh, one of his pawns to the end of the board and placed three checkers pieces on top of it. He's uh. now using the chess board as a scrabble board. Uh,
1: go fish. Ah, they brought out a deck of <laughs> he goes, cards. He, pu- he
0: pulls out another piece and gives it to his enemy. Thanks.
1: <laughs> oh shit! Oh, shit. Uh, I just realized I'm out of uh, the horsies. Uh, can I borrow one of yours? <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. There
0: you go. <laughs> what is going
4: on?
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so yeah. Anyway, so stru- what we've decided is that uh, this
3: ends in complete madness and chaos, and uh, they clearly don't know how to play the game. So it just this is too, has to be directed by Christopher Nolan. Two yes. average Joes playing chess with mm-hmm. absolutely no knowledge yeah. of Robert Pattinson,
0: Pattinson versus or, uh, Christian Bale, Chris- or alternatively, um, oh fuck, what's his name? He did the. uh Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. That's who exactly what I was thinking Read of. Read your fucking mind. Wow, looks like you're a mind reader. Oh, don't kick your camera.
3: <laughs> Is it still uh, on him? Can, it, can, can the camera yeah, still good, see Hunter? Good, good. Yeah. Yes. All right, we'll do you guys want to get into the fan fiction? Yeah, nah. let's do it. Okay. Okay. Thank stay, you, guys. Say strange.
2: Well, uh, I brought the first one, uh, and I'm very excited about this because I've been looking for the crossover in particular that we'll talk about. This is, uh, the story is called The Anger Translators by, and I, I don't know how to say this, it's, uh, Nageluide? Nageluide? Uh, Nagelide. Nagelide. <laughs> uh, it is by this author. Uh, this was published in, uh in in march well yes i was like it. three january February, <laughs> march uh, march 8th of 2020 <laughs> Almost a year this was ago.
0: published in
3: three. this was published in 3 8 <laughs> in 2020 the third month of the year
2: uh this is really cool this is a my hero academia and key peel crossover uh key and peel specifically if you guys aren't familiar with that it is a Comedy Central-based sketch comedy show featuring uh, Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key, and they do a bunch of really crazy sketches. The sketch in particular that they're talking about is very famous. It's called the Anger Translator. It started when Barack Obama was in presidency uh, who had this Anger Translator named Luther uh, who would translate Obama's kind of, you know, he's talking, I'm speaking on behalf of the American people. Very reserved. Yeah, very reserved and... Uh, Matter of fact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in comes Luther, who's translating the inner anger that Obama is feeling, Mm -hmm. who cannot channel it that way. So... Uh, if if you haven't seen that sketch already You need to look it up I'll put it in the show notes For all of this episode Because it's fantastic so look,
1: up, oh, yeah. look up the actual uh, White no, House Oh white yeah The White House The White House, pre- yeah.
2: uh, House correspondence dinner Yeah, yeah.
4: Where,
3: where Keegan-Michael Key Actually translated for Obama yeah. He's like
4: Hold on to your
2: Lily white butts <laughs> What a
1: fucking moment For him Yeah uh, Could he you said, imagine <laughs> yeah. he, he went on record I think he was being interviewed By like Conan or something uh-huh. I don't remember but he he was like, the, the the interviewer was like, yeah, that must have been like an incredible moment for you. He's like, oh, it was uh, second best day of my life. First one was when I got married to my wife. Is uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so this
2: uh, that is crossed over with My Hero Academia, the famous anime about uh, the hero world and students with superpowers. Students with superpowers. So uh, for those of you that are familiar, Sky high, with that, if you will, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this this story, the anime. <laughs> uh, this story takes a look at uh, Todoroki uh, Shoto Todoroki, who is the uh, oh, the hot and cold hero, and uh, oh, yes. Katsuki Bakugo being translators for each other, uh, and this weird relationship that starts to develop that leaves everybody else baffled. Mm-hmm. So for this, uh, West, you're going to be reading Todoroki, Reese, you're Bakugo, and Hunter, you are a reporter. Uh, and this is uh, this is happening right around the time of a sports festival. I don't want to say the sports festival because they mentioned it in the beginning, uh, but we can, we can discuss There's that. There's plenty there. of sports festivals. Lots of sports festivals. <laughs> the rest of Class 2A first noticed it at the sports festival. The whole world noticed the perpetrators, of course. Last year's champion and vice champion were sure to draw many eyes, but not for this reason. They weren't sure what it was, to be honest. All they knew is that Bakugo was giving yet another invective-filled speech of unwelcome, and then suddenly Todoroki's monotone was overlaying it, projected to reach the rest of the class who were crowded together on the grounds.
4: "'All of you extras and shitheads have been fucking annoying since I got here. If I didn't explode your discount asses on the daily, you might get fucking smart about who's the best around here!'
1: shouted Bakugo. "'My peers have challenged each other and myself over the last twelve months and I'd become a better person and a hero because of them." Intoned Todoroki.
4: I've got the best fucking quirk the genetic lottery has to offer! And if I don't end up at number one someday, it'll be a failure of the goddamn system! The rest of you weak-ass fuckheads better stick to the other shit! You're just as useless
1: as quirkless losers! Bakugo swore. I know that this competition, like the Hero Billboard Rankings, is tailored to benefit those with flashy offensive quirks. (laughs) I'd like to use my (laughs) platform of privilege to assure you That every quirk is valuable and can contribute to society, just like every person can, quirk or no quirk. Now it's time to
4: stick it to those assholes who run this shit and show them what we're fucking made of. If you're too lame to up the ante, step the fuck off this fucking field, yelled Bakugo, finishing off with a scream of incandescent rage. Finally, I'm
1: incredibly grateful to our teachers for their guidance and mentorship. (laughs) Todoroki translated. Now get out there and punch your previous personal best into the sun. Plus Ultra.
2: Though reactions varied, all of Class 2A could agree that this interpretation of the opening speech was incredibly touching. Midoriya had been bawling since the first sentence, and Kirishima burst into manly tears at the sentiments of quirk (laughs) equity that Bakugo was expressing in his extremely roundabout manner. Uraraka had died of cuteness and was doing her best to ascend to the next life via her quirk, only being anchored to this one by Shoji's many arms, which were draped over her for emotional support. Bakugo was extremely confused when he descended the podium and stormed right into the middle of a massive group hug. His protesting incoherent, incoherent scream was translated by Todoroki into,
1: I love you all so much.
2: Except you, Mineta. <laughs> now let's go kick ass. All Might himself couldn't have given a better huddle speech. Midoriya was still hiccuping sobs throughout the entire obstacle course race. And accidentally flattened a building when his shaking shoulders got too close. Oops! Bakugo, flying by on exploding palms, yelled at him to keep his shitty quirk out of his way. And Todoroki, hot and cold, on Bakugo's heels with a
1: slide of ice, intoned, "He doesn't want you to see. You. He doesn't want to see you breaking any bones today, Midoriya."
2: Midoriya almost melted right then. Er, Midoriya almost melted right then and there at the sheer amount of caring Bakugo was exploding <laughs> in his direction. It might also have been due to the sheer amount of flame that Todoroki was also funne- funneling in his direction. So at the end of the day, it was to no one's surprise that Class 2A voted Todoroki and Bakugo joint MVPs of the tournament.
4: Fuck yeah, I'm the most valuable player! yelled Bakugo. What is a fucking singular noun? Did none of your grammar inhibited asshats see the way I explodo killed Icy Hot's radius and Ulna? Or all of you fucking failing anatomy too!
2: Todoroki, left arm in a cast, had started to stage whisper a translation to Momo, but then paused and scowled.
1: Next time I'll make my ice thinner so that you can explodo-kill
2: your own ankles getting out of it. He said, perfectly inflectionless.
4: Fuck you! Go eat a bag of bad cat food and die! This bloody arm hurts! Translated Bakugo, looking just
2: just as shocked as everyone else. The unexpected role reversal was not just a one-time fluke. After the festival, spirits were high, but bodies were tired and clumsy, so the lunch hour saw several cafeteria mishaps. No one foresaw the sheer amount of built-up built hatred that came gushing out of Todoroki via Bakugo when a certain grape-headed mini-monster accidentally overturned Todoroki's tray of soba in the lunch line. Outwardly, Todoroki just stared down at Mineta with a mob king's stone-cold gaze. Bakugo took one look at that and interpreted it as...
4: You fucking worthless little piece of shit. That soba was worth more to society than you are.
2: Todoroki added. (laughs) Evidently, that was the equivalent of a five-minute-long anti-harassment feminist rant whose highlights included a five-step Respect Women grape juice cleanse that consisted of increasingly villainous uses of various quirks upon Mineta... Todoroki's mommy issues, to literally no one's surprise, and the fact that Todoroki had no— not one, but two weekly subscriptions to florist shops in order to do damage control to
4: the women of Class A. Every one of these amazing women is a goddamn queen! So for fuck's sake, stop stepping on their gowns! was the finishing touch, delivered by Todoroki's
2: narrowed-eyed, mismatched glare and Bakugo's stirring verbal rendition thereof. This earned Bakugo and Todoroki a ten-minute-long standing ovation, However, it was nothing in comparison to the celebrations when, the next day, they found out that Mineta's spot in the class had been given to Izawa's <laughs> secret love child. It seemed to occur voluntarily at first, but if Class 2A knew anything about Bakugo and Todoroki, it was that they would never volunteer to talk to the press. This was a daunting standard to enforce. However, when you just stopped a 20... 20- when you just stopped a top 20 villain from s- swallowing an elevated train, and you were both
0: attractive, up-and-coming young heroes. We're here at the scene with the heroes in training who foiled a villain even the pros were struggling with just weeks ago. They all
2: watched the reporter chirp her opening blur before swooping in. Literally, she had a bird-like quirk to corner the two for an interview. How does it Feel to accomplish something so incredible at such a young age? She asked an emotionally constipated Bakugo, though the question was clearly jointly directed to the equally emotionally constipated Todoroki. Bakugo blinked the dust out of red eyes, opened his mouth, and immediately got bleeped. The bleeping continued for a long time. After a five second delay, subtitles appeared, but they were in the distinctly bland phrasings of Todoroki whose mouth they could see was moving, but they had little chance to hear over the bleeping. It's an honor to serve the citizens of this city and our duty as the next generation of heroes to ensure their safety, they read. He's proud of his actions here today and those of his patrol partner
0: and support team as well. End of official statement. Shoto Todoroki, how proud are you to be contributing to your father Endeavor's legacy as the number one hero? A muscle in Todoroki's jaw twitched. What the
4: bleep does that bleeping bleep bag have to do with any of this? Where the bleep is he? Not bleeping here, that's for sure. And I'm honestly not surprised you remembered Shoto's bleeping name,
2: translated Bakugo. Finally, Todoroki attempted to verbalize his anger himself. <sighs> Fuck
4: Endeavor. Bleep Endeavor,
2: repeated Bakugo, confirming once and for all how much expectations and profiling went into the media's representation of a character. <laughs> This is where I decided to cut it. That's uh, hard. But it continues for almost uh, more than what. More uh, than this. More yeah. than this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as they continue to just. Uh, they're baffled at the fact that they're doing this for each other. Uh-huh. And later on in the story, uh, like Class 2A is witnessing this happening. And they're like, what is going on? Are they like under the influence of another quirk? Uh-huh. And so eventually, um, uh, Uraraka tricks Deku into just getting in a room with two of them and just trying to figure out what's going on it's in that little interview with the two of them that he finally realizes after trying to intentionally piss off Todoroki Uh because Bakugo is always angry Mm -hmm. he couldn't really get a read on what was happening so he intentionally got uh Todoroki mad and then figured out made the connection that oh my god you're translating each other's anger uh uh which I thought was just, I loved the writing of this. I think it was such a brilliant way to
3: take this fun sketch idea mm-hmm. and merge it into this world. It works with the characters because, yeah, Todoroki is so, mm. like, they're both emotionally stunted, but in the opposite way. Mm. So, like, Todoroki doesn't express his emotions at all, whereas Bakugo is just always mad.
0: C- completely uninhibited. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. so it's, it's funny to see Todoroki bring it down into, like, normal levels that's what i mean that's one of my favorite things about bakugo is that he's like the way he expresses his anger is so unhealthy and and people don't understand what he's actually trying to say Mm. because there's so many times where he'll be like like screaming at people like the the one part that stands out to me is during one of the festivals they have to rescue people they have to like save citizens that are set up to be saved um uh, as like victims of a natural disaster and he sees these two people and he's like Save yourselves. You don't need me. And they're like, (laughs) what? And he's like, you don't need me. You're fine. Just go. And they're like, okay, well, points off for being rude, but he is right. Like,
0: (laughs) Like we are totally
3: capable. They were set up specifically as citizens who were not wounded and could save themselves. Uh So he's like, they're, so they're like, he's actually, he's actually right. (laughs) His hero
0: instincts are great. Yeah. He's just an ass. Yeah. 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 So it works. You know, what's funny about this is I was just seeing this. As Key and Peel existing in the world of My Hero Academia. Mm-mm. Because think about it. All these people are very famous. They all have very, like, media front personalities. Mm-hmm. Key and Peel would absolutely capitalize on this after watching the sports festival. Uh, and they're like, oh, just, oh, yeah, those two kids. So this is in the world of My Hero Academia, the first time that the anger translator happened. They were like, oh, we got to do those two. So Jordan Peel yeah.
3: would be. Todoroki.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh-huh. and Keegan Michael Key is would
3: be, freaking would be out as Bakugo. Bakugo.
0: He's got the wig on, and the grenades on his hands, and he's yeah. like, What the fuck are you talking? He's like screaming in the way that uh-huh. he's so good uh-huh. at. And it's just that. Like, I was literally just seeing this as them in like cosplay. Well, here's a doing question the, then. Doing the bit. Uh,
2: if Key and Peele were in this world, what would their quirks be? No. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: uh i I feel like they're quirkless they're just
0: fucking fun like they're their same thing but they're still famous without their quirks
1: oh yeah can you talk to keegan michael key too oh yeah yeah let me ask him all right yeah ask him what his quirk
3: would be oh well here hey uh keegan what's uh what would if you had to if you had to say one thing for my hero you know it yeah uh it's what would your quirk be Uh uh-huh uh-huh okay yeah, yeah yeah uh probably winning an oscar yeah, uh, oh, his quirk nice. yeah. would be Oscar. Yeah. Oscar always, control.
1: He's always got a joke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was good. <laughs> funny guy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. Yeah. Uh tell him tell him uh he's uh he's 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 a funny man. He's a pretty, yeah, you're he's a funny guy. He knows. Uh, <laughs> see, that's <laughs> That's <nice>. a <Yeah>, <laughs> yeah, yeah, classic, yeah, classic. Yeah,
0: yeah, so we got Keegan. Keegan Now, assuming that Jordan is gifted with a quirk, what would it be?
2: I feel like anything he writes comes to life. Weird names. To a certain degree. with limitation.
0: Oh, man, that's a powerful quirk. Yeah, he's, it's he's a the, very
2: powerful, but I think there's got to be like some sort of deep limiter so on it. So, wait a
0: minute. That means that, well, let, let's say there isn't one. All the movies that he's made, mm-hmm. especially the horror ones, mm-hmm. are events. So, Get Out, he's like, Oh, man, that makes Get Out Here There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and people are like, Oh, what is happening? And he's and kind of like, like, Racism is real. He's kind of like Hero <laughs> Killer Stain, where it's like, Oh my gosh, you're bringing in such evil to the world to call attention to a very systemic problem, mm-hmm. just like Hero Killer Stain. I mean, so obviously, he... not just like, yes. but in a similar fashion. Yeah.
3: He'd be Hero Killer Stain. He'd be <laughs> just the Hero Killer Stain. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> hero Killer Peel. Hero Killer. Hero, peel. Hero killer uh, yeah, Hero Killer Peel. I'm kill. the Hero
4: Peeler. The Hero Peeler Stain. Jordan. Jordan. His, <laughs> work, his work is he's really good at peeling bananas. Oh, here's yeah. here's
2: one more question, then, if we have the time for it. Uh, who would Endeavor's uh, anger translator be? Would it be All Might? <laughs> All Might. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That would just piss him off even more.
0: Oh, probably Aizawa. <laughs> or Hawks. Oh, actually.
3: that Oh, yeah. Be Hawks bad. would make yeah, more Hawks, sense. Yeah. Hawks would, yeah. Be, yeah. Hawks would make more Hawks sense. Hawks in a literal sense. Yeah. yeah. But Aizawa
0: would be the funny one. Yeah. Hawks
3: kind of already is becoming his anger translator. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically. <laughs> he's basically like almost
2: as publicist in a yeah. way now yeah uh fucking love hawks yeah that's so cool. that's fun so
3: yeah this uh give us the give us a name and name and number yes and, uh, <laughs>
2: name numbers uh, social security uh this was the anger translators by naglade
3: it's n-a-n-a-g-g-e-l-u-i-d nag
2: gel nagel it's it think
0: guide nagelide
3: yeah that's what i was thinking yeah
0: either way thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) all right hunter you're up what the Uh, hell do you have so i have brought a um a fan fiction that is an ace ventura pet detective very funny movie uh starring jim carrey uh one of one of uh the favorites of our very own wesley Carmen. can you confirm don't speak for me Hey Wes, what's your favorite Jim Carrey movie?
1: If I had okay, listen, if you're putting me on the spot, Ace Venture's a very good movie, okay? God. Yeah, no, Ace Venture is a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic Jim Carrey masterclass in physical comedy. Oh, for sure.
0: And it's also paired with Wes's other, other favorite <clears throat> uh, story. What's Peter your favorite?
1: Pan. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite fairy tale about
3: a little boy who brings people over into a place called Neverland?
1: Oh, um, uh, Sammy San. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, what's your second favorite? Classic. Oh, Peter Pan. Okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. yeah, well that one. Uh,
0: but yeah. So what's what's interesting about this one is that it, it's this is the whole thing. This is all it is. Uh, that I have on here, and the the author author named Three Hats, by the way. Um, wrote this in thirty minutes. They were, they were given a random prompt, and uh. the prompt was, it was like I think it was Ace Ventura, Peter Pan, and wrestling. And they were like, all right, make a 1,000 a uh, – I, I guess like a 1,000 to 1,500-word short story about these three things combined. And that's – that. so the author has that. So they wrote this in 30 minutes, uh, which is really cool. But uh, again, this is called Ace Ventura Pan Detective mm. by Three Hats, published uh, in the year of 2016, the month of September on the first day. That's how the uh, – date was written out so it's either September 1st 2016 or January 9th 2016 but I can't imagine that would be it but either way and this is from Archive Archive of Our Own for this one Wes you'll be playing the titular character of Ace Ventura and Reese you'll be playing the other titular character Peter Pan thank you Uh, sorry Taha but you're just going to have to enjoy this one I can't wait fantastic my favorite role I'm I'm going to do a great
1: job because you're not doing anything (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's right. my
1: favorite role to see Taha in as well. Yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah mine too. We mine too. set the
0: scene <laughs> in a Taco Bell. <laughs> and that's where it all begins. Oh, okay. oh, I want some Taco Bell.
1: <laughs> this episode's sponsored by Taco Bell. Thank you, Taco Bell. Ding! Try the new Crunchwrap. Uh, yeah, the new Five Crunchwrap Layer Supreme. Supreme Mega Mega uh, Ultra.
3: It's just all the same ingredients, but in a different format. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Do I have something in my teeth?
0: Ace spread his lips wide across his gums as he gesticulated manically at the young red head and green tights. Holding both hands parallel to his face, he indicated the generous helping of taco filling that burst between his teeth and across his elastic jowls. He scarfed down the spicy innards of the quesalupa loudly, dragging the experience out until the entire restaurant of Michiganites had craned their necks to locate the source of the violent slurping. Golly willikers, Mr. Ventura, cried Peter, sitting cross-legged on the seat across from the gangly private eye. I wish the Lost Boys could see me right now. They'd have the world's biggest food fight. It'd be swell. Ace continued to stuff his face until dressing poured out of his nostrils like some sort of bizarre performance piece. He wrestled with the soft shell of his snack, strangling it like a dying animal before ejecting its contents into his gullet. (laughs) He laughed spasmodically, his voice shifting into multiple different cadences, as he expressed what Peter took to be delight. Yeah, she? Ace Ventura, pet detective, declared in a nasally gangster voice one second, and then jumping audaciously into a bad Scotty from Star Trek impression.
4: My stomach can't take much more of this, Captain. The dilithium crystals in my asshole are gonna blow! Oh, hold on to me, Betty!
0: Mr. Ventura? Peter cleared his throat, absently floating a few inches off the seat of the chair as he drifted closer to the strange man he'd employed. I was rather hoping we could discuss the job. You know, finding Tink. Tink! Ace's eyes snapped open with mock recognition. His voice changed to that of an old sea dog. Without knowing it, Ace had put Peter... In the mind of his nemesis, the old codfish, Captain Hook himself.
4: Arr, has been many a year since I seen the great white tink. I had a harpoon in me hand and a fresh roll of toilet paper in the other. I says I, never go for a tink without the proper equipment.
0: You never know when a tink'll turn into a toot. <laughs> it's short for Tinkerbell. <clears throat> Peter coughed lightly. Brushing a hand through his hair, uh, through his hair as red as the setting sun. His nose wrinkled in consternation as he realized that he was going to have to explain himself slowly as to not trigger one of Ace's random cartoonish outbursts. She's my friend. She went missing several days ago.
3: I was flying past Big Ben and being all impish and youthful like usual when... Eh!
1: Ace screamed, making a sound not unlike the game show Buzzer. Sorry, my friend. I'm afraid the rules clearly state that you must phrase your missing person in the form of an animal. I don't do people. That's for human detectives. Detectives that look for humans, I mean.
0: I am a human being! The last part was spoken like John Hurt in The Elephant Man, in case you couldn't figure that out. Tink isn't just an ordinary person. She's a fairy, Peter calmly explained. Most regular PIs wouldn't listen to me, but you're a special breed, Mr. Ventura. Ace nodded in agreement as he started building the mountain uh, from Close Encounters of the Third Kind out of his refried beans. (laughs) Tink isn't an animal, but she's a
3: magical creature. Peter continued. And as such, I think you're the best person,
0: heck, the only person for the job. Will you help me? Ace pulled his lower lip forward in an exaggerated display of contemplation. Then he snapped both of his fingers, now dripping with the secretions of his lunch, and leapt onto the table. It's alive! It's alive! (laughs) He, He flailed and danced until Peter was certain he must have twisted his body unnaturally to the point that he might break something. Then, as Peter regarded him, Ace span around in place and clasped his fingers to a side of his buttocks, implying that he was now communicating from the inner reaches of his asshole. I'm sure I can take a crack at this case. Peter sighed. (laughs) Yeah, very classic. Classic Jim Carrey. (laughs) Peter sighed, a mixture of relief and exasperation. He and Tink were bound in a way that nobody else could understand. Certainly not someone from Ace Ventura's world, anyway. He and Tink shared a love that only an eternally youthful nymph and a miniature blonde psychopath that could literally try to murder a girl simply for catching his eye. They were the best friends anyone could ever have. Well, all right.
4: Shucks. It's swell to hear that.
0: Peter smiled broadly, extending his hand and nodding affirmatively. Shake on it, Mr. Ventura. Ace wiped his hands on his Hawaiian shirt and pursed his lips. All righty then. Before they could shake, Something gripped Ace by the collar and threw him halfway across the Taco Taco Bell establishment. Peter gasped and cringed, expecting Ace to be seriously hurt. But instead, Ace popped up and laughed. (laughs) Okay, who's the wise guy, huh?
1: Do I have to go to Africa and have a surprisingly racist adventure that is deemed okay by a
0: 1990s western audience to get you off my back? (laughs) Without even waiting for him to finish speaking, the assailant once more gripped Ace and launched him to the wall where the Bell specials were displayed. Peter recoiled in horror as he realized what was happening. His shadow was kicking Ace Ventura's behind. Hold on now! Peter began berating his two-dimensional counterpart, but it was no use. His shadow had decided Ace Ventura was not worth their time. Or at least he was not worth their time. So as long as he was not worth their time, so as long as that time was spent pummeling the man, Ace, watch out! Ace swung his arms out like a poorly constructed puppet with tangled strings, but it was to no avail. The shadow dragged him across the wall, smushing his face into the recycl- recycled building material and casting him unceremoniously into the men's bathroom. Peter Shadow dove in right after him, and there followed several minutes of caterwauling mixed with esoteric impressions from decades back.
1: Why, I oughta- Oh, a wise guy, huh? Mr. Sulu, raise shields. You wanna
0: tussle, pilgrim? You're the man now, dog! Eventually, the violence ceased, and Ace slowly retrieved himself from the bathroom. He stood before the Taco Bell customers, soaked and covered in various sauces from his demented dining technique, and announced at the top of his lungs, Do not go in there! Woo! (laughs) Peter decided to look for Tinkerbell on his own. It took him a day. Ace Ventura spent that time haggling with the server over the price of 12 case of lupus. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Uh, uh, ridiculous. Fantastic. Short, sweet, to the yeah. point. Yeah. So I mean, much fun. truly just a celebration of Jim Carrey. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that uh, Three Hats captured that very, very well, hitting uh-huh. some of uh-huh. not only Ace Ventura's best moments, but just Jim Carrey's best Was that-
3: moments the like destroying a bathroom and coming out and announcing do not go in there was That's that from, from yes this was yes. From the first one okay i
0: was about to say i feel like i've seen that <laughs> it's, yes it's the scene where he's he's walking in yeah. And he sees the guy playing violin, oh, and he's like, and if we just keeps yeah, yeah, yeah. going, it's right after that. That it's was improvised. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. brilliant. <laughs> uh, and the of the, the dedication player. of that—that that, uh, it's the cello player. Cello. Yeah. yeah. Or is it? No, it might be the violin player. Probably more to that string player. Yeah. yeah whichever string is. instrument it was, very <laughs> literally just like. Ding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he like keeps going such a, that, without even looking
3: but that's honestly such a musician thing like there's a specific style of humor that musicians all have mm-hmm. that that lines up perfectly with and the fact that jim carrey could come up and just do that to this guy he knew he was like oh i'm just gonna keep going like it's nothing just stone cold like, i mean brilliant. i feel like anytime they put anybody on the set who hasn't like isn't like acting in the movie or whatever they're like Just whatever he does, just act like it's normal. Just Uh roll (laughs) just completely ignore it. Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) But that's the kind of shit the musicians would have to do anyway.
3: Yeah. Is they're like if someone comes up and starts pestering you in the middle of your show,
1: you gotta keep going. Mm -hmm. You gotta keep going no matter what. I mean, most most instrumentalists that I've interacted with in my theater days love them all. They're in my experience, a lot of them are a lot more soft spoken. Yeah. uh, which I love because usually a lot of actors are very outspoken uh, correct yeah. uh <laughs> people talk loud when they want to sound smart right correct uh yeah that was the reference yeah yeah, yeah i know i just had to <laughs> give it some context. uh so i feel like in the moment it was just kind of i feel like afterwards they said cut and he was like oh, i'm sorry i mean he's like huh, no that was, that was really funny, yeah, that, that, was funny. Yeah. That, was, that was really clever I'll well be, i'm glad that you did that
0: in regards to this story this is this is it there's nothing left like that's the whole story mm-hmm. But I want to take it one step further. Uh Peter finds Tink. Uh Yes. Ace Ventura sits there arguing the price of 12 12 quesalupas. But I think that the story of Peter Pan continues where he Uh fights Hook. But in the climactic moment where it looks like Peter's about to lose, instead of what they did in the live action where he gets a kiss from Wendy and explodes in purple energy or whatever happened in the cartoon, which I have not seen in so long, I have genuinely forgotten how they win. Instead coming roaring out of the water. Oh, it's the crocodile. This is perfect. Coming roaring out of the water, like Hawaiian shirt open, pants ripped, but looking beautiful, like uh, beautiful and muscular like Ace Ventura does in Uh in his one. Comes riding on the crocodile, Uh Ace Ventura, and Captain Hook's like, what in the blue blazes? And he's like, yeah, this baby right here is an albino Nile crocodile. He'd come uh, in, Wendy, Wendy, I'm home. I'm home. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he, he, he's, pulled, he's pulled out the clock
0: yes. wow. from
3: out of his... Hold on, is Wendy is, is Wendy from... it's? Oh, no, Lucy is what I was thinking. Yeah. Lucy! Yeah,
0: but yeah, yeah. it works
3: because it's Wendy from... Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: and he has the <laughs> clock, and he's like, no wonder this little guy was so angry. He had a foreign object. Wedged and it's lodged in his esophagus, <laughs> and then he pulls it out, and then TikTok's like his friend now. Yeah, exactly. And he's, he, he he's sure like, "Hey there, is. little buddy." <laughs> Aww, and that's how that's And that's how TikTok was invented. Yep, but I can also see it being like, so <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> who's the guy that did this to you? That one. <laughs>
3: hey there. Step <laughs> aside, and then he
0: goes and just whoops Captain Hook's ass, and Peter's like, "Whoa, <clears throat> didn't see this coming," because that is what Ace Ventura's want to do. You know. What this makes me think of that I
3: now direly wish that obviously we'll never get anymore. What is a is Jim Carrey in this same situation as Ace Ventura, but with Robin Williams Peter Pan? Oh, oh you mean Jim Hook. Carrey being Captain Hook? Yeah, yeah. I mean, wh- I mean, just Jim. Even if it's literally, if it's <sighs> just Robin Williams as Peter Pan is in this situation with, with Ace Jim Ventura, Carrey. because then yeah. we have. Jim Carrey and Robin yeah, Williams. Did they crazy. ever do stuff
0: together? Yeah, did they ever do anything together? I don't
1: think so. I have no idea. I thought they did I thought they did. They were from different convinced. eras of comedy, technically. Because yeah, I think Robin short. Williams is big in... The eighties the seventies and eighties? He was shortly before Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim, Jim Carrey, of, Jim Carrey right was in Vietnam. the nineties yeah. was when he was doing
3: big stand up yeah. stuff. But they, they pretty much, <clears throat> there was crossover though. They, that's they were, when Robin Williams started to move into dramatic stuff. Mm-hmm. That's when he started to take over. I mean, that's when he did like Dead Poet Society and stuff was like in the <sighs> Man, it, it was, was that early nineties?
0: Yeah, I think so. It yeah. was almost like a torch was passed because they are, their style of humor is almost the same. Where yeah. there were so many movies where people were just like, All right, go. Good morning, Vietnam. All those stuff that mm. all the stuff that Robin Williams did mm-hmm. Made up on the spot. Yeah, he yeah. just did it, and they were like, "Yep, that's okay. Here's your mark. Have fun." Yeah, and just go. They're wacko. They're yeah. just
3: fucking wacky brains with crazy, uh, a crazy talent for physical
0: comedy and improv. Yeah, and, and like a complete, a complete uh absence or mastery over judging themselves, because mm-hmm. they would throw everything at the wall. Like mm-hmm. nothing stopped them, and that is that's one of the hardest things to get to in in comedies. Is getting past the thought of being like, "Is this gonna be funny?" Instead of just doing it, yeah. And they, it's like they had, to com- they they killed that thought in their yeah. head. They, they were just like, "I'm just gonna it. do it." I'm just gonna As, die as soon as you it.
1: have the thought, "Is this funny?" People can funny pick anymore. up on that immediately. Yeah. yeah. If if you do, that's 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 what makes comedy so. In, w- makes good comedians and good comedy so authentic is that it is authentic i mean the moment mm. you think that something is funny it's dead like you can't
3: like th- having an opinion on what like judging yeah. what you're doing in that moment is immediately yeah. picked
1: up on positive judgment you need to be you, that's the thing is you need to be in the moment of yeah. the bit it has to be real you can't be I do yourself doing the bit it's about to be like no 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 this is i am fully committed to to whatever part or whatever bit that I am playing, and there's no hint of my feelings
0: on what it is.
2: But to that point, I love it when comedians make themselves laugh. Oh, yeah. Like, they say something that just makes them...
0: But that that happens because they're so committed, they don't even realize what they're doing. And then they say it, and they're like, that was funny, funny. (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And then they... It's like the bit itself is untainted by any outside thought. And then once they realize what they said or done, they're like, oh, shit. That's... but." That's like a post-bit celebration, mm. the post-bit celebration, yeah, yeah. if you will. That's like uh, whose
3: line I think is a great, yes. great mm. example of that because they, it's the same thing where they're improvising, they're making everything up. Everyone is making everything up, and sometimes they'll, and the points don't matter. Yeah, the points don't matter, and they'll they'll start doing something that they're like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like they'll literally, you'll see the moment in their eyes where they're like. Well, we're here now, Uh (laughs) and everyone in the rest of the scene has to roll with it. One of my one of my favorite bits is when they have to move each other around, like when they have one person. Uh, It's usually Colin, and it's like Ryan and Wayne Uh in a scene, and he has to move their bodies around as they go through these scenes. It's classic, always so brilliant. He ends up in these positions where they're like
1: he has like one person draped over the side of him, the other person he's like holding their mouth. (laughs) Now, last last thing before we put a button in this episode, what expectations? Hopes? Do you have for Ace Ventura Three, if mm. if it comes out? If Ace, Ven- I know I know it's been rumored, but yeah. if if it's officially announced, Jim Carrey's back. I just to play the titular who's, who's Ace.
2: The, who's the cast member? Like that, the the co-star that nobody was. Oh, we bringing like we're bringing, like, we're bringing in, in a guy yeah, to come back
1: in it. <sighs> oh man! That or just like somebody—it's like, gonna be like like uh, the new Indiana Jones, where it's like Ace has a kid now. Yeah, and I'm saying like, who is the Shia LaBeouf of yeah. this movie? I mean, the Shia LaBeouf. Speaking to that, I'd like to see Tom Holland. Tom Holland oh. is Little Ace Ventura.
0: Man, I just love uh, Tom Robert. Holland can do everything, and I'm yeah. like, I'm <laughs> happy with it. I mean, yeah, he's just a
1: cute, best. he's just a cute boy. Yeah, I he's, just want to pinch his little cheek.
2: And I feel like the older that he's getting, you know, which the ones. more he's.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's he's gonna be Nathan Drake. <laughs> he's he's our age. Have you seen? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen his? He's younger than us. Nathan Drake. He's, he's older like than a, us.
2: Tom Holland? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I thought he was like Tom Holland is is younger than. I think he's like 25. I mean, he's like roughly our yeah. age. I'm 26, okay. so yeah. Same. I mean, he's, roughly like in our yeah. in our thing, but he is
3: definitively younger than me. born a day before you, Reese. Cool yeah. your fucking jets. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Yeah, but he he is he is a little bit younger than us, and he is he's, he's playing, 24. 24. Look at that. Wow. He's so playing Nathan A whole Drake, two years younger than I am. Nathan Drake, and he looks super hot. Have you yeah. seen his pictures? Yeah. He's like ripped and like greasy, and you're like, oh, yeah. Nathan Drake is a I mean, middle aged man. That's and you're what happens it work. when
1: you have millions of dollars at your disposal yeah that's what happens when you become spider-man yeah yeah exactly. spider-man, yeah. He's Spider-Man.
2: <clears throat> well I mean uh, to his credit just mm. uh, just a, as, a, as a appreciation for Tom Holland oh yeah before, before he he's been famous. going he was like a Broadway star right, at yeah. at age like six or seven mm-hmm. he was a gymnast mm-hmm. uh so like all of the flips and everything he was he's just been training that like in gymnastics since he was a kid the, the kid, and you remember the dance, right? He's been taking yeah. dance lessons yeah. since forever. So he's I an mean, incredible he was, dancer, oh, an the incredible Elliot. actor. Billy the, Elliot, the that's the lips, right. The lip sync battle. The lip sync yeah. battle with Rihanna. Yeah, that was, that was which very was funny. Which mind-blowingly good. Yeah. He's just... And then he just seems like a really
3: cool guy. We yeah. love you, Tom Holland. We
2: love you, Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, thank you for and having And we're so you. happy that you're uh, a yeah, you big listening. fan of us. And yeah. we're so happy that you've liked, commented, yeah. and subscribed. Yeah, maybe and we'll get, get you on an animations.
1: episode once,
3: if you're lucky. And once you've shaved your head, we can talk. That's right. Yeah.
1: Come so, on, Tommy. What is this
2: collective? Is it just? Is there a name for the bald collective? No. Like a,
3: another the, bald, d- the Dead Hair Society. The Dead Hair Society. society. Yeah, I like that. I was going to say the Baldmans Anonymous, but... Yeah, I like Dead Hair Society. BMA. Yeah, I well, dig it. I'm
0: gonna give a shout out to this guy one, or this author one more time. This was Ace Ventura, Pan Detective by Three Hats, published in the year of our Lord 2016, uh, in the ninth month on the first day.
3: I'd also like to see Toby Maguire as a second to Ace Ventura, just <laughs> not as like Ace Ventura, but like his assistant. Yeah, It'd be cute. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: who's who's the dude from uh the guy that Quentin Tarantino? puts in everything the, who's a really good actor um There's a um samuel jackson uh, christopher Wal- uh, christopher waltz christopher waltz. Yes. Christoph waltz is like well, ah, hello
3: Jim, mr. Ventura. mr ventura i'm so just, excited you to have you. i mean his yeah. performance would be have, good but what how where who i would i would want christopher waltz to be the villain yeah, i think so to too the yeah. Yeah.
0: Ventura
1: film yeah. that it would actually that be you really have
0: found my warehouse of pets <laughs> how very unfortunate <laughs> Oh,
1: bingo was his name oh you know who else would be good
3: is uh oh Borat, Sasha? Baron. Oh, Baron Cohen. Cohen. Yeah. He would be All great. Right.
1: He would be a great villain. For That's the thing is Ace like Ventura you you movies. gotta ha- the villain can't be someone that upstages no
3: Jim yeah. Carrey. No. Like it's they can't gotta be a physical actor. But C- yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen's such a yeah. I don't think it's possible. Yeah, I don't think you can. Sasha Baron Cohen's such a good character actor though that he could he could pull it off. I think pretty well. Mm. Yeah, 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 and he's funny. He's I mean just brilliant. But <sighs> anyway, I want
1: to see Ace Ventura. Well, yeah, Ace Ventura three make it happen. Hopefully. If if Jim Carrey wants to do ace
2: it. Van
3: trace. Ace Ventrace. Ace Ventrace.
1: Ace Ventrace. Trace Ace. Ace Ventrace in
3: space. This one's based in Spain. In space. In space. Space Spain. Ace Ventrace. Space in space. In space. In space. <laughs> ace trace.
1: trace Ace
3: trace. Space in, trace. Trace in space. <laughs> space <laughs> Spain.
2: Space Spain. I was thinking, stay strange, but Space Spain. <laughs> Everyone remember to <laughs> Space, Space Spain. Spain. Space Spain. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. Well, okay. That's well, when you know well, it's time to. That's well. Oh, yeah. It's time
0: for so long. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, authors, for for writing. Uh, you're it's massively creative. Such a celebration of the forms. Uh, keep doing it. It's great. We love you. Taha, if you want to take us out. Well, <laughs> it's been a road. Hunter's dead. You shot We're him. all.
2: Oh, wait, I'm on camera. This isn't funny. (laughs) We're going to cut that, maybe. But uh, seriously, thank you again for uh, listening to us. If you uh, continue to support our work, either by viewing or sharing us around, we are eternally grateful, and we love getting to do this. So from all of us here at STFF, we adore you. And as always, stay stay strange. strange.
3: If you like what we're doing, consider leaving a comment or a review. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at STFFpodcast, or make your way over to STFFpodcast.com. If you really, really like us, consider subscribing to our Patreon to support us further. Thanks for listening.